G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. Shit. Other night at your crib, it was like me black, 40, Obi. We just sitting there talking about life, play some beats, but I forgot to tell you one thing. Niggas called me to set you up, want me to come and wet you up, cause you were out of town, nigga like Biggie heard about the shit with Diddy, so I came through to vest you up. And I got a vest for 40, a vest for hush, a vest for every nigga with an owl on his chest and what? I got L.A. unified, you better all commit suicide, teachers ain't testing us. See, I know how I feel to be platinum plus, niggas is jealous of you, so they try to wrap you up, tax you up. But it's over your blood money, nigga catch these bullets like you catch the bus. Dog fame is a motherfucker, do a nigga four favors when you came through the fifth. How soon they forget, run up on you at your granny house, do you nine like fifth? How a nigga supposed to love you niggas? Heart beating fast when I dap and when I hug you niggas. Drake told me not to trust you niggas. Your energy off, you finicky, I rush you niggas. Just walk around the crib like, why a nigga can't live? Get this money, fuck these bitches up. Thinking about the beef like, we can pass these motherfucking straps like a physical. This my city nigga, everybody know it. Riding around town, just me and my four pounds. Tucking my time for us, hoping I ain't gotta show it. LA niggas be the craziest. These niggas do some shady shit. Niggas will run up on your car, catch you off guard like the Lil Wayne and baby shit. 40, I'm fucked up. Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit. Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit. Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me. All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. LA, yeah. bro <laughs> you didn't see that tweet no nah, i didn't see the tweet oh man you gotta see uh lyrical lord was talking about vaccine vaccinating your kids your babies and she was like someone was like nah don't do that because the babies be getting alzheimer's i was like what <laughs> it was funny bro so this is how we're starting the 100 episode. I swear to you, see, I forgot this was 100 episode. All time since I was a baby. 100. Now I'm just going to think of 100. We're definitely playing that, by the way. I don't know if that's going to be the intro, or the outro, but uh, yeah. Child game and Drake. We here, man. It's episode 100. Like for the record, I'll, I'll say this before I introduce ourselves. We have recorded well over 100 episodes, but since we were deleted a few years back, 
I think from that point to now, we have finally eclipsed 100 episodes. So congratulations, Rob. Um, it's been a pleasure. Hey, bro. Got a hundred in the you, can bro. in the stash, B. Yeah, here, bro. So yeah, if you like made it, little boy, fresh. If you've listened, this is your first time listening. This is your hundredth time listening. We appreciate you. Yeah, I go by name of Jarrell. Listening, that is crazy. Yeah, man. I go by Jarrell. My co-host is Rob Bobby G. Yeah. And thousand jumpers. Yeah. By the way, it's still weird calling you Bobby because you're Rob. Like, you're you're Black Rob. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I know. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, man. Like, it's weird. Like, it's weird hearing me. Like, yo, someone called me Robert the other day, and I almost killed them. It was a really weird exchange. Because when I first met you, it was like, you can't call me Bobby. Go to call me Rob. And I was like, all right, Rob it is. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, only people who called me Bobby at the time before, like before that was literally my family, like my siblings and my dad, right? Or like you know something like whatever. But then like yeah, I, literally the next year I went to boarding school and they instead of putting Robert George for my like official name on my like documents, they had Bobby George. So then everybody starts calling me Bobby George. It's wild, bro. So like there's a section of people that only call me that. It's wild. But then, you know, when I brought you in, it's like, well, there's two Robs. And then it's like, well, I go by Bobby. All right, Bobby. Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) It's just like, it's weird when you call me Dab. It's like, I I knew Rob before Dab was a thing. Like, that wasn't even a thing. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm Jarrell. Like, that's, that's my name. Yeah, it's weird because, like, yeah, I'll be trying to, like, talk to people, like, even, like, on Twitter or something. So, actually, something, I'm like, yeah, my boy, I'm like, if I say real, you're not going to know who the fuck I'm talking about. So, I'm like, yeah, you know that, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's weird. Yeah. Growth. Nah, definitely. I was speaking with uh, the homie Amisa. We were speaking the other day. It might have been yesterday. We were speaking like via Instagram. I was like, "Yeah, I've thought about changing like my my social media to just Durell Ever." She's like, "What? <laughs> but your dad, like your dad, Jay now." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah that'd be whack." <laughs> I, got, I got a special bag of jokes for you if you do that. <laughs> just know what if I if I go corporate full on? Yeah, say oh, Durell yeah, Ever. Rap for you. You thought me and Josh was bad? Oh, we're doubling up. I'm, I'm gonna text him right now. Hey, we might have one on our hands. Got an easy one. <laughs> it's on. It's on and popping. Oh, I can't. And I can't now your girl's gonna be involved now. Oh yeah, it's the triangle offense. It's a thought, guys. It hasn't happened. <laughs> if it does happen, you know. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But it's something I thought about for a while. I'm like, yeah, what if I just go to Jarrell Leaper? Like, at the end, I'm that no matter what. Imagine, imagine just giving away Superman's cape. Like, imagine him just hanging up his powers. It's a whack as shit. And I'm not even a Superman fan. He's the GOAT. Son no, of nothing. Son of Jarrell, man. You don't know now you know. But, uh, yeah, we got a lot so to talk you gonna, about. So are you going to name your kid super, after Superman? No. That would be hard, but No. <laughs> Khalil Leaper. That's hard. What? It's like Khalil, but it's kind of, yo, that is hard. 
I would steal it, but my name's not Jarrell, so I don't want to freak it out on there and freak it. Like the explanation would be dope if your name, if my name was Jarrell, but if it's my name, since my name's Robert, it's like what? Nah, nigga, you weird. So I'd have to name my kid Jarrell and then tell him name his kid. <laughs> but I'm not calling none of my kids Jarrell because I know a Jarrell and that's weird. Touche. But yeah, we got a lot of things. But you should name your first child Bobby because my name is Lit. What? That's that's what? definitely not happening. <laughs> Yo, yo, hold on. I got to read this tweet to you, okay? It's really serious, okay? Yo, Imagine you finally get your child potty trained and then they catch Alzheimer's. <laughs> what? I'd be pissed. How do you catch... <laughs> Is that what, what Lyrical Lore said? No, somebody who uh, hit her was like explaining why she was like anti-vaccination. She was like, yeah, kids, babies be having Alzheimer's. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> When did that happen? <laughs> like, yo. She was, yo, you gotta see it. The shit that was on, oh my gosh. But let's start it off. So we are, we have quite a few things to discuss. And uh, before we get started, I just want to say a couple of things. Patrick Mahomes Hive, Dean. That's three things. It's, it's, this is one, it's one general topic. It has lots of <laughs> subsidiaries. Mahomes Gang. My goat is in the Super Bowl. Rob can kick rocks. It's my time, baby. <laughs> Shout out to Mac and Mahomes, man. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, you ain't hey. had that in the talk. <laughs> I keep one. Why I call Rob, right? I was like, yeah, I'm finally going to stick it to Rob. I was like, all right, he's supposed to be there. Like, is he gonna win? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that's literally like this. Cause this is what I mean. Like he, you was like, I see you online, like her rubbing his nipples and everything. Oh my gosh, guys, I love I'm, it. Right? I'm like, all right, think chill of, out. Of the water boy scene. <laughs> he you need help. <laughs> but like, so I'm like, wait. And like we called him, I'm like, wait, did the Super Bowl happen yet? And he's like, nah. I'm like. Why the fuck are you so happy? I mean, nah. Like, you didn't see King Henry Atlanta. gonna go to work, bruh. He's a Heisman. Okay, nope. first of all, he was working, and then... In the first half, yeah, he was cool. Cool, he had a touchdown. It's 50 yards in the first half. That's cool. <laughs> all right, but you, you wanted to call everybody goats. All right, fuck y'all, man. But yeah, nah, he did his work. Um, my home, like I said, my home showed up and proved, man. He put... He, he cooked from what I saw. And the highlights he put it, he showed up, so he just showed me. But what does it mean that what does it mean if you don't win the bowl? No, I mean it means in nothing. fact it's gonna be worse. And with Mahomes, he's never experienced a blowout like on the losing end. Which for me that kind of shows like no matter what, I'm gonna go out on my terms. Like I'm gonna go out fighting, which I love about Mahomes. And he's the great equalizer. Case yeah, in point doesn't really show that. I think it does. But case in point, no, before you go, case in point, with just him being the equalizer, Andy Reid is known for his horrible time management skills. It was Mm -hmm. on display again. They got a two-minute drive with two timeouts. They're down down three, right? They get on the other side of the 50 Mm -hmm. with 56 seconds left. In one play, that run that Mahomes did, that was starting at 20 seconds. <laughs> they still had two timeouts left. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> Fam, 
Mahomes, if they don't score because they ran out of time when they had two timeouts. I mean, yeah, of course. Like I said, we've seen it. Bro. He, I mean, yeah, yeah, we've we had the conversation off air, but yeah, he's, I think he's the yin to Reed Like, um, he's got that poise that I feel like the quarterback that he had in position to actually win something didn't have, i.e. McNabb. Um, I don't think, and he's got the talent to do it. Whereas, like, yeah, I don't think Alex Smith had the talent to do what Mahomes does, you know? Right. So I don't fault him for that. But yeah, like I said, they're a perfect match. Um, Andy Reid's a prolific offensive player caller. I mean, like I said, he's the NFL Mike D'Antoni. I mean, he's done a lot. And like I said, this time you look at that. Them Suns teams, you're like, that's a small squad. In a league like this, they should be getting beat up. And then they win 56 games. It's like the same thing. We've seen him pull them Eagles together out of nowhere. We've seen him turn the Chiefs around. Like, so, but I mean, he's has fought, he's has failed in bigger, in the big games in his career. And Mahomes has looked like, yo, fuck it. Like, like I said, he sold the fuck it button in the Texans game where he was like, yo, nigga, like, <laughs> I'm still going to throw this ball. Like, I'm not about to hand that off 15 times in a row and mail that shit in. And he came back. Oh, good for him. He's in that Super Bowl. He's in the big dance, bro. That is a major thing. But it means nothing if he wakes up with Nick Bosa's ass on his face. Because, <laughs> boy, them niggas is coming. Oh, no, they coming. And, and since we're switching, you know, games, that's a good segue. I want to say I told you the Packers was getting whopped, bro. I said that, too. But I told you it was just like Aaron Rodgers. I was Rod- a crazy score, too. Like, like, I was like, it was going to be 21, but 24 or something. I was like 37, you, 13 or something. Anything Aaron Rodgers did wasn't going to matter. Like, Aaron Rodgers had a LeBron game, bro. <laughs> did he? Some, he did. Freaking had, like, what? He was 33 of, what, 39? Mm. That's an amazing percentage. Okay. Two two interceptions, two touchdowns, and then like two fumbles. That's not That's... LeBron. LeBron had fifty nine and nine, and they lost. <laughs> empty stats, bro. That's not empty. No, fifty one nine and nine isn't empty. Not not fifty one nine. LeBron has had empty stats, bro. I seen it with my two eyes in person, bro. <laughs> Y'all be hating on LeBron. Man, LeBron be keeping his game. No. Cash in twenty sixteen. Or the the 2016-2017 season, mm-hmm. Kyrie and J.R. Smith beat us. LeBron ended up having like twenty seven. He had like seven. Ain't that a joke? He had the turnaround three. No, I I would have been furious if I was at that game. No, 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 no. <laughs> we win that game. Okay, I was gonna say that shit was hell. <laughs> no, it was but, a game where like LeBron had like eight turnovers, but he had like twenty seven. It's it's different though. LeBron rarely has I've seen, especially in like playoff games, have great stat lines and his team just gets blown out. Like, I guess, like, the Spurs game is probably, like, it, that Spurs series. But, like, oh, the Warriors he, series. Were they getting blown out, though? What was the scores? With the, the KD ones, not... <laughs> All right, we out here bringing up Chico's now. Okay, uh, up, down, side, side, B, B, A. <laughs> What's wrong with you? But yeah, I, I still have to say... People were like, oh, they're blaming the defense. And, and yeah, you could say they have blame when you let Moist. Every do- time I looked at my phone and I didn't look at the game, I saw a dude running in the ball for a touchdown. <laughs> like, it was bad. 
it was bad, but Rodgers was getting sacked and Rodgers was throwing picks. He, and, and then, you know, we can touch on this. You know, how you feel about Revis and Richard Sherman going at it? Um, first of all, I always thought the Red Reeves was a little overrated because he wasn't better than Namdi Osama, first of all, guys. Second of all, um, nah, Reeves is a shutdown corner. Like, <laughs> I didn't understand. I mean, I guess he was saying, like, what? Sherman, is it his level? What Basically, what Reeves was saying is Sherman, like Namdi, played sides. So if you remember Nominee Oakland, he played a side okay. and you just weren't throwing over there. That's what Sherman plays. Like Sherman's on the right side. You go on that side, Sherman's gonna be there somewhere. Darrell Reeves is like, yo, Tyreek Hill, you're mine for the whole game. Right? Or and Randy Moss, you're mine. <laughs> what happens the second go around with the Jets? This is what you could say. Well, that too. He wasn't shit in Tampa either. Like people forget. Like yeah, he was nice with Rex Ryan. Yeah, one of the best defensive minds we've seen. You you play great. <laughs> yeah, I seen you get your ass smoked, nigga. But nah, um, but that's that's what he was saying. I think it's, like it was like like what I was seeing. Like it was. I mean, it's nitpicking on both sides. I mean, um, I saw Sherman call Reeves a has been, but like nigga, if I'm a has been, that means I was something. Like yeah. We all know the Rivers was was a top two, three corner in the league for years. So I mean, and then him saying, I mean, okay, yeah, if the scheme tells me to stay on one side, the fuck I'm supposed to do? No, coach, fuck your scheme. Like, yo, it's not about you, nigga. Like, play, play the game. But it's also recognizing your talent because again, we we both love Namdi. He went to Philly, and they started they, doing they, like they put him in zone. That is completely different. There's and like they started they, moving him around, moving in him zone. around. He wasn't a guy. He was out there playing off the like, bro. He in Oakland. He was pressed, man, in your face every down. They was not playing that same defense in fucking no, Philly. No, and that's that's the difference. So he's and saying, then, yeah, if you give a, a fast receiver a clean like a clean um start off the line, a clean release is what I meant. A clean release against Namdi. You know what's gonna happen? Namdi used to be a safety and turned into a corner. Like, nigga, he gonna get smoked. Like, it was really bad. Yeah, it was bad. But I mean, like I said, once again, Darrell Reeves went other places and was getting smoked. So, but I mean, like, like I said, both of them are great corners. So I don't understand why they. I guess. They I mean, they never liked each other because again, the and I don't know if you've seen like the undisputed take on it. Skip Bayless mentions it where the whole I'm in my 24 years, I'm better than you at life. That stemmed mm-hmm. from the Darrell Revis thing because remember, like, Richard Sherman was if you before they won the first Super Bowl, Richard Sherman was like, I'm the best corner because he had like eight picks mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's when Revis like, got hurt. So he was like, I'm the best in the league. And Bayless was like, No, or Darrell Revis was like, No, nah, I'm better than you, and blah, blah, blah. And then that's how that all started. So they've never like liked yeah, I remember the beginning. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. Like I said, they're both greats. My yeah, they're both greats. So. They're both first ballot. Like Darrell Reeves is definitely first ballot. And I think Richard's a first ballot also. Hey, I don't know Darrell Reeves' first ballot. Thanks for that 2009 season. So you first ballot for one? No, I'm saying that's that's one of the maybe like one of the five the ten greatest seasons a corner has ever had. Like I don't know, Namdi went to the Pro Bowl with zero interceptions. 
which is super fire. Bro, we are on the same wave with Namdi. Whatever. But he didn't get the exposure that Reavers did. Reavers did this in New York and a team with the two AFC championship games in a row. So Namdi's fault that he had to Marcus Russell. What the hell wrong with y'all? As Al Davis got arrested dead. Yeah, man. Rest in peace. But yeah, like yeah, like I said, it's just I don't know. They nitpicking at each other. They won't talk shit. Like I said, competitive people talk shit. Shout out, shout out to them. But yeah, going back to the Niners game, fam. The fact that Jimmy G only threw eight passes, bro. That's what I'm saying, guys. We could have did that, bro. Bro, I'm not, not, not. I like Jimmy G a lot, way no, more than y'all. Y'all overhyped that nigga and told me he was the savior, and I said, nope, he that's savior. really great. And I was like, nah, he gonna lead them to mad victories. And how many times did you look at the games this year and say Jimmy G led them to victory? Quite a bit, actually. Get the fuck out of here. That run game's been immaculate since game one, and that defense has been harassing me. <laughs> like that. But he's he's in the Brady mode. No, he's not. He's in the Trent Dilfer mode. No, <coughs> that was Brady. <laughs> like, Don't disrespect Tom Brady. Okay. So in in Super Bowl, in the first three championships that Brady had, did he not have an amazing defense that was super stacked? Yes, he did. Were they stacked? What? You have Ray Rue and Brewski and Willie McGinnis as your starting linebackers. You have Vincent Woolfolk, Richard Seymour as your defensive tackles. And your safeties, you have freaking Lawyer Malloy, Ronnie but, Harrison. But what, what is today? I'm going to have a whole different conversation now because clearly, yeah, they have a stunt defense. <laughs> like, what are you saying? You know, were, as you were naming them, I was like, I was like, all of them was really on there. <laughs> Ty Long, Facts. get the heck out of here. Hey, fuck you, okay? You were right. Congrats. <laughs> Their clock is right twice a day. <laughs> now, was their running game as elite as this Niners team? No. Clearly, no. No, because they had older Corey Dillon, the, the fake Falk, Kevin Falk, who he was just there for life, <laughs> and and then they were like sprinkling in like Troy Brown and whatever. Like Troy Brown was the utility man, low key. But yeah. those young Brady teams, he he wasn't the greatest quarterback. Like if you like Rob, you you are you are a greatest show on turf fan, right? You of remember course. going into that Super Bowl. Kurt Warner is the guy. He is the main man. He is the elite quarterback. Brady was cool. He wasn't great. He I wasn't saw like, him make clutch plays, though, that that's game. That's what Garoppolo does. What clutch plays did he make last game? Hand the ball off? Rob, if Moister going for 200 and they can't stop him, yeah, I'm going to hand the ball off. I'm not saying that's a wrong thing to do. I'm simply saying I have yet to see him lead them to a major victory. I mean, the Saints game, when they shot up like 40-plus points, that was him? The Saints. You know how I feel about the Saints. <laughs> they're, a, they're a playoff team. <laughs> no. Barely. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they lost. The division is close. fucking ass. But, yeah, I, I think Jimmy G, Jimmy G always... With his time in New England and in San Fran, he always made the right plays. He'll make a, a Aaron he throw. He like two pick. games. He's a good quarterback, <laughs> and I think he'll be even better going forward. He's an All average quarterback. Win. And at the because end of the day, what your quarterbacks you do, right? You gave me that defense. <laughs> it ain't too many times I'm not winning. 
wishbone. I don't care what type of offense I got to run. That defense, I'm getting the ball at the 30 every game. Like, I really you're 30. You said that Brady's early teams weren't stacked defensively. Like. I didn't say that. I just forgot. It was a brain fart. Stop going back to that. <laughs> you don't want to admit you're wrong. Like, nah, we need to, I need to save this clip. <laughs> to the 100th episode. I'm out here really working. See, but, um, the Lord provides. <laughs> no, but I, I think Jimmy... Because if if we want to be real, right, we go back to Brady. You go back to Brady versus Peyton. That's because they're the two best of their era. Peyton, Peyton went from, eh, he all right, to, yo, I'm that guy in two years. Brady wasn't that guy till 07. If you think about it. He had three rings by then. And it's not like, and let's but not act like, let's not life. act like he didn't make a lot of good plays in them Super Bowls. And this is Jimmy. If Jimmy win. Jimmy had eight passes. What good plays are you talking about? Man, that's one game. He's not going to, there's no way he's doing that next in, in two weeks. Damn game. He's not doing that in two weeks. All right, if he do it in two weeks, then what are you going to say now? The Niners Dilfer, the right? team of all time, bro. <laughs> like, you better say Trent Dilfer and don't be trying to bring me this Tom Brady shit. I'm like, now Jimmy G got three. <laughs> no? So, no? He likes a bad name here. He got two NCAA titles because he was on the bench. I mean, well, the first one, yeah, he was on the bench. That's what I'm saying. But the second one, he was nah, the he main was And I bet, I bet on him because I call UConn winning both times, hoes. I, I, I was there with you. Anyway, since we're not doing a, a podcast next week, we have a special podcast that we'll get to at the end of this episode. What's your pick? Do you have one or do you just have a team or do you have a score? Like, what, what we got? Oh, I'm definitely going 49ers. And I'm going to go 24. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 24 20. Alright. 24 21. So, Phil Yeah. Robbie Gold going to hit the game winner. Phil My man. No, I just think he'll be up. Um, I mean, it's still going to be the game winner. Phil <laughs> I think. It'll be Chiefs 31, mm. 49ers 27. If the 49ers score 27 points, there's no way in hell the Chiefs will win that game. I think Jimmy G and the Niners offense, he's going to throw the go-ahead touchdown to George Kittle um, with two minutes... With 2.30 to go. And Mahomes mm-hmm. is going to etch his name in history with Joe Montana watching. Played an <laughs> epic drive. Is he going to be there? I mean, he played for both teams. He's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And you know what's wild? It's not even going to go to Tyreek. It's not even going to go to Kelsey, bro. Demarcus the, the Robinson going to catch the game with a touchdown, bro. Not even Sammy Watkins. Not even Sammy. It's going to be DeMarcus. With like 40 seconds. And then the Niners get the ball back. And it's going. And Honey Badger forces a fumble. And Chris Jones picks it up. That's going to be the game. 31-27. All right, Mr. Hey, Quill. and if this happens, I'm clipping this. We're going to go viral. We're going to make millions, bro. So, yeah. 
or you can be caught up in a fortune teller slave trade. What? I'm just saying. People value people who can do weird things, man. If you could tell the Super Bowl to a T, someone is going to be willing to kidnap you. (laughs) I'm just saying. Seems logical to me. So, yeah, we'll see. I I think we're going to get a really good Super Bowl. Um, What if it's Peyton versus the Seahawks? Don't do this, Rob. (laughs) Rob, don't do this. Rob. What what if that happens? Rob. How would you fail? <laughs> well, your I, I might block is. you for a couple of days, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to. And I mean, on all socials, you're going to have to block me on your phone in real life. <laughs> like, you see me, you're just going to have to do the uh, Will Smith memes. <laughs> like, ultimate look off. I'm going to hit you with the Kiki Palmer. I'm sorry, I do not know this man. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> Oh, man, dog, do not do it, bro. I, I would be. You better pray he at least makes it competitive. <laughs> Is this going to be competitive? He can't go out sad because they, I saw a clip on first take and it will, you know, switch subjects about um, who has the most pressure. It's like, oh, it's Mahomes. Like, and, and Max is like, it's the Niners defense. And I'm like, I don't understand. I mean, I heard oh, it. stupid. But I'm like, no, it's Mahomes. Like Mahomes has been he's basically been given the throne as the new heir, the Messiah, quote unquote. Okay, guys. Let's not get ahead ourselves. That that's that's where I'm at. But you can't do that until he win. He win one, he the face of the league. He the heir to the throne. Like he 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 I'm saying this now, guys. If he wins, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Two things. Mahomes would have had the best start a quarterback has ever had. I think it would pass Kurt Warner. Like, ever. If he wins. Yeah, if, if he wins. It, it would pass Kurt Warner's How? Start. It would pass. He said, how? Kurt Warner won the bowl his first year. Right, but the second year, they lost in the first round. But he Mahomes won it, it in his first year. But I'm going first two years. I said two, not one. I don't care. One shot, one kill. <laughs> what? I went from nothing to a Super Bowl champ, a Super Bowl MVP, and a league MVP. Like, come on. But I'm just saying, you look at their resume. He has more touchdowns, more passing yards. The, the same rules MVP, are way different. If you give the same, the same Super Bowl. And more importantly, Mahomes would really be the young goat because he would be the first person to successfully defeat the Madden curse in the same year, bro. My man dislocated his kneecap against the Broncos, and I was devastated. You clowned me, bro. If in the same year he came back and won the bowl, bro, bro. Bro, y'all gonna hate me. All right, hey, Taylor, you listening? She don't even listen to sports. You listening? She, she already know the deal. They win. I want a Chief jersey in black, bro. 15. They have a black Chief jersey? You know how, like, people would be selling, like, the black jersey. Like, the Reds could have a black jersey, even though we don't wear black. I never saw that. Really? I could yeah. show you. The only black jersey I've seen, like, the Ravens one. That's, like, they were colors. No, like, they've given a lot of people... Black jerseys, like a lot of, yeah. Yeah, like I it's more of like something that 
fans wear, not like the players. True. So yeah, man, Mahomes, Hive, Gang, Gang, and uh, better win a big thing. Shout out, uh, Breland and Fuller. You know, former Redskins. This this going to Super Bowl, man. That's well, no shout out to y'all. Nigga. That's my team. Well, Fuller, you got traded, so never mind. <laughs> Breland, you was ass cheeks. He wasn't. I mean, Antonio Brown, as much as he's been tweaking now, like. Destroyed his confidence. That whole that that was a ridiculous first three weeks. It was like Brown, Odell, and then was was it Dez? Yeah, and that was what Dez was something. Because remember he got he got on the scene for strapping Dez on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Y'all thought so he was, was like, the next whoever. Yeah, I thought he was next because he strapped young. <laughs> you was like, oh my goodness. Have you seen the man, Darrell Reeves? Who? I, I wasn't saying that. I, some, I feel like some you tweeted was like, I did what? Not say that. <laughs> I did not, don't do that to me. Your tweets. <laughs> so, yeah, Ooh, man. Wow. Uh, Super Bowl is going to be lit. It's in Miami. Super Bowl 54, man. This is going to be dope, bro. So, I'm excited. It's going to be great. Um, and other football news, this is kind of uh, been the real talker, the Aaron Hernandez documentary. And before I even go into the documentary, I just want to say this. And I think I've said it before. I never forget my boy. Shout out uh, my boy, Chris. KP Marino does the intro for our podcast every episode. He was like, bro, do you realize that all Aaron Hernandez had to do was not murder people and he would be a Super Bowl champion? And probably in all the fan. I was like, you're right. Like, that's, that's literally all Wait, he What did you to. say? Like, if he didn't murder anyone, <coughs> he would be a Super Bowl champion. That's a big if. But it's a realistic, <laughs> like, hey, all you have to do is not kill people. <clears throat> that's not that realistic. I mean, you clearly, that shit was embedded in him. <laughs> and that's what we'll get to. I'm just saying, as a general statement, before we knew the facts and whatever. But to see, to see the documentary, um, I think it's crazy that for the Patriots to be one of the best organizations in all of sports, because of the location to where he's from, probably was one of the worst places he could have went to. Um, hearing the phone conversations and how delusional he was, like, yo, I should be sponsored by Smith & Wesson. It's like, what? <laughs> you really tell your and try to cook that up like that's crazy <laughs> you know he was and, clearly the reins in the head like these thoughts seem like normal thoughts and and nah and, and the only you know a lot of people like the only good thing man his girl was the realest person on his, on his team and I was like yeah I guess but uh, what did you think of the, the documentary Rob <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he killed people. <laughs> I'm not like, yo, I'm, I wasn't enamored like other people were. Like, oh my goodness, like, yo, niggas can die every day, be <laughs> for stupid reasons. Like, and we've clearly seen a pattern of football players with mental issues. And so, I mean, come on now, it's not a no far-fetched line to draw, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing crazy to me. It was, it was wild like that. It was like, I don't even say this as a joke, but like murder was like a part-time job. Like he was just like, eh, it's your body. 
That's kind of crazy. And it's like, yo, he went to Florida. And was on that hood team, as, as talented of a team as they were, and they're one of the greatest college football teams ever. That team has so many wild people. <laughs> like, Yeah. I remember, like, at the time, like, I think a lot of the um, Tebow stuff was still, like, you know, was bigger. Absolutely. I guess. So, like, I guess that shrouded a lot of shit. But, like, we didn't, we never heard, like, too many wild stories like that. Like... Normally you'll see here like college students like you remember remember when James Woods did the crab lid thing that was all over Sports Center like niggas throw some crab legs you trying to tell me one of the best teams we've seen in our lives this man is out here doing real things in the streets but Tebow and, was such a polarizing figure that anything around him kind of got watched like for example yeah Tebow got ma- like Tebow got married over the weekend right. Why was that a headline on Good Morning America? Why was that a thing on... We we reported on it. You see what That's I'm saying? Man, he like a virgin or something. Something like that, but still, well, like, we're reporting well, that's a big deal. Today. I mean, he's Tim Tebow. But and that's like, what I'm saying. As, that's what I'm saying. Like, as shitty as he was in the NFL, like, he's Heisman. I will say that was National one of the champion. things I didn't like about the college football because they announced the 11 greatest college football players of all time. And I'm like, there's no way. And I was like, huh? There's no way Tim Tebow's on that list. Like, he has the greatest resume ever. One Heisman, two national championships. Like, what are we doing here? Like, that's crazy. So, yeah. But then I saw the ranking of it and it was like, Reggie Bush was like number 50 or some shit. And, like, they had Woodson at 39. And I was like, so I'm the only primarily defensive player to win the Heisman, and I'm 39. You they didn't have Reggie Bush in there, bro. No, no, they had him, like, way down on the list. Which is insane. That's it. I'm like, fam, like, you're trying to tell me, like, yo, fam, the last, like, yo, one of the most memorable college seasons I ever saw in my life. <laughs> like, What? Like, no, he was Reggie Bush was so good that I was forced to bet against him in the, against Texas. <laughs> like he, it was like I literally like it's one of them things. That's just what I believe. Like if you're so great, like you you have to lose that game. But like look at the, like the Patriots and Super Bowl. Like I'm gonna go and tell them, like, of course I went Randy to get it. But like yo, there's no way that you see perfect perfection like that. Like <laughs> the law of averages has to kick in. Like that's how good Reggie Bush was. Like something has to like. Some way, <laughs> did it. But like, Reggie was electrifying, man. But yeah, to to tie it back into Aaron Hernandez, I think it was a good doc. One of the things that a lot of people don't like was the the gay agenda and how prevalent it was in comparison. Oh no, in comparison to how little we heard about CTE, fam, he had the brain of an eighty year old with dementia, bro. Like, and they didn't touch on that at all. Like, all this stuff, like, all the stuff that, yeah, that we've heard about the CT shit and all the effects of brain and everything, clearly he's, like, a case of this. And, yeah, like, it was wild, like, I don't want to sound like Riley or Boonaz, but it was wild gayness, like, and I was like, I don't think he's going around killing people because he's gay. (laughs) Like, but... 
I could see I could see the potential of him maybe closeting, but to to say yo he was killing like he killed those two dudes because they spilled a drink on him in the club. That's yeah, like like huh? Like that's not oh they found out I was gay. No, <laughs> like that's I'm a crazy deranged killer. Like, and then they never explained why he killed Odin Lloyd. They never really gave a reason. He just that, died. That, the documentary was like an episode of Power. Like it was interesting to watch, but like at the end, you're like, there was so much shit that should have been in there. Like, how did they get there? How did this happen? Why did this happen? Who was he? And why is he? I keep seeing his face. <laughs> that shit was crazy. But I mean, you are trying to make money, bro. What else? So no, I mean, it was it's definitely with something. Uh, a, a talking piece, um, for sure. So, um, yeah. but before you know, we we go to music because a lot of dope music came out. Yo, man, prayers up the uh, Chandler Parsons and and praying that Parsons. Maybe, I said part like Chandler Parsons. My bad, but um, <laughs> that that's what I mean. Uh, but nah, just hearing getting that alert, like yeah, yeah and may yeah. never play again. I was like, what? What did it's he crazy. do? And then you read the the reports, yeah. I'm like, whoa! Like, I hope he all right. Like yeah. that. I used to make fun of him because I was like, bro, this dude is like the body man of white privilege. Like I don't know how the hell he get. He's paid. Yeah, like, what like eighty, ninety million? Or he something? was like ninety million. He was one of the first big contracts. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> And he didn't play more than like twenty games since then. So like, but yeah, that's definitely sad. And then for us, man, for or at least for people from the DMV, that Delonte West stuff, yo, man, that stuff was sad, yo. I, um, yeah, I mean, I'll never like I'll say this. I never want to see anybody down that bad. Like, I, I'll never want to see people down. Like, if you ain't like a shitty person, but like, yeah, I don't. Want, I'm never going to delight in somebody like like that but like they was like I don't know I just felt weird they were like yo the the NBA gotta do something like we didn't see Lamar Odom fucking die yeah like he literally died and come back and like I wasn't like oh the NBA gotta do something it was like somebody like yo like so uh, that's kind of weird but yeah that was a sad sight to see though yeah, so no prayers. Did he up go to straight the... from high school to the league? No, he uh went to Saint Joseph's University. Oh yeah, that's how he knows. Uh, what's his name? Jameer. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. But like, I was talking to one of my uh coworkers. He's a PA. He didn't even know he was from here. I was like, yeah, you know, he's from yeah. here. He said, word. I was like, yeah, he went to Rose and everything. For real? I was like, yeah. <laughs> He was like, yeah. what years? I'm like, it was long before, like, we were of age or anything. But, yeah, like, he's from here. Yeah. It was before PG County was a thing. Yeah, most in definitely. The sports, in the sports era. Oh, yeah. speaking of the DMV, man, Tyler, shout out our boy Tyler. Like, he hit me was like, yo, you need to watch uh, uh the Sierra Canyon game. They play in a school from here. My man's on there. I was like, what? They play in a school from here. Like I've been hearing about this game because you know LeBron's supposed to be there for they um play the Celtics last night. 
And I'm just like, what? And then I didn't get to watch it because I had to do this parade, the MLK parade. But I'm like, yo, we beat Bronny and no one's reporting on it. <laughs> we, had, we, we nigga, that's seven, not your team. We have seven <laughs> schools, seven schools from the DMV on the top 25 for best basketball programs in the country. And they want to say that we don't produce ball. No, we are the hoop state. We like none of that bullshit. Like I don't know where North Carolina got the hoop state from. You not hoop state. The only the only real competition because they produce. I'll, I'll say they produce more stars. Is Chicago, like an Illinois yeah. state, California? Nah, I think Chicago. Yo, Paul George, Kawhi, Russ, Kevin Love, Reggie Miller. But I got like way Jason Kidd, Gary Payton. We'll see. Okay, so would you consider because you got both LA and the Bay? So that, that's, that's why I said that's why I specifically said California. But uh, city for city, I think Chicago, Gilbert. But that would be more LA. That's what I'm saying. So that he would go with Paul George, Kawhi, and Russ, and, and Russ, and um, and Reggie. We, that's the squad. I mean, we got killers. Don't get me wrong. We got killers. No, but I'm, I'm just saying, you got, if you look at Chicago, you got Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. Derrick Rose, mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade, Isaiah mm-hmm. Thomas, Tim Hardaway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you got yeah. Jabari Parker. You got no. Quinn Richardson. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you got people, you know? Those are knuckleheads. Yeah, no, Chicago definitely got school. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying don't forget about Cali. They got nice. That should be an episode we do. Which area has the best ballers? Like, we might do that. That might be Cleveland. (laughs) And on that note, (laughs) technically, they two for two. Steph is born in Akron. So you got Steph and LeBron. You win. You got arguably the GOAT and the greatest shooter of all time. (laughs) Per capita, they win. <laughs> so yeah, um, I guess with this being a hunt episode 100, the the music gods definitely was in our favor. We got a lot of dope music that came out. Mm-hmm. I'll we'll start with uh, we'll start with Mac. Like that was the first thing I listened to was the Mac, mm. and um, I, I like the album. I think I can listen to Circles way more than I listen to Swimming. Mm-hmm. I played swimming one really good time. I was like, this is sad. And then he died. I was like, nope, I'm cool. And it wasn't because it wasn't a good album. I just <laughs> wasn't really in that mood. But Circles definitely is the, I guess, the brother album or sister, whatever you want to call it. Like, they were made in the same kind of space. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was a little bit more positive, a little more upbeat. And from what his estate was saying, that this is going to be the only releasing album-wise, that we'll ever get. So if this is the last album, last anything from Mac, it was it was cool. Like, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Circles, I, like I said, I told you before, like, yeah, I wasn't going to listen to it at first. Because I was like, man, it's going to make me really sad. And it did. Um, when I was listening to it, I was like, man, like, I immediately just got sad, bro. This is a really good album, though. Uh, I, I still like swimming a little better. But I like, but like I said, from top to bottom, and if this, like I said, this is the last offer we get from Mac, you know, in his estate, and he went on a good note. 
And then from there, you know, you segue to Dreamville. It just makes me think of the level of fire that really was recorded in those sessions. Because they get 12 new records, and they're really all flames, yo. Like, Yeah, man. Um, yeah, he really gave us a deluxe album before 2 Chainz did. <laughs> That's your boy Bron, though, right? <laughs> hey, Bron introduced us to the idea, so you can't blame him. <laughs> no, nah, but for me, I think Reason... Reason, yo, and I was gonna text you that reason verse. Bam, I, I was, I, I was riding. I was like, yo, my goodness, this is tell you, hard. It, whoever made, whoever was like, we're gonna put reason last, made the correct executive decision. <laughs> yeah, that wreck. <laughs> I was like, sheesh. Nah, he took that to a different somewhere else, man. It was like, the reason Ari and then Childish Major show, like. Those three were by far the standouts to me on the album. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, Dreezy was on there. You know, I'm always gonna root for my person. I don't know what tinkets, but um, yeah, you know, Dreezy's <laughs> out here doing it big right now. Um, big Dreezy, you know what I'm saying? She killed it. Like, yeah, Rob, nice. Rob, I'm glad to see. Air. Do you do you want to mention your off air take about Dreezy? Uh, you should go ahead, yeah, man. Okay, yeah, I must plant my flag. Yo, 100 episodes. I'm a dude, nigga. What's up? Bang, Just bang. Spicy. Seagull Street. Dreezy is the most, she has the the biggest potential for versatility, like to conquer multiple lanes than any other female artist right now. Female rap oh. artist. She's the for most versatile. Who, for those who aren't getting it, he's saying she's more versatile. And by versatile, like she's good at Good, like, like not just being able to do something on a one-off. I'm saying a lane that she can dominate in, that she can produce multiple hits and multiple big records or like really dope records. In. And as of, for me, I the, the most only person I can think of is is maybe Meg because I'm like she, Meg, Meg not Street. She don't got we don't looking for her for no bang bang shit. And Dreezy from the side, so she start talking that shit which she has on records and it's hard. <laughs> so like sorry Meg you don't bang them in the way she bang them <laughs> yo <laughs> that, that could like be that. interpreted he's like I just crazy I'm nice but yeah Dreezy is here anything she can do like love songs like introspective songs you know like dropping little knowledge like there's nothing she, she can do sexy songs like the ratchet shit the club shit I think like, and again Rob was throwing shade at Tink. I think Tink is just uh, as dope. She but had Dreezy Timberlands. Has, Dreezy has the bigger look. If you listen to Tink's project, her joints is fire. The winner died. I don't care. She had Timbo, project. and she is not big. Dreezy ain't had... Who, who Dreezy got? I don't even know. She had Jacquees. Dreezy almost like low-key like the... Shut up, I'll stab you. But <laughs> she, she low-key like the female Wale almost. Like the fact that she's consistently... In talks, and she's consistently making people like mention she her. She don't put enough out to be the. No, I'm not saying no. In the same way that Wale, like even though he's not pushed by the mainstream artists, and like, he consistently is putting on quality shit. So whereas like you mentioned this game, the scope of the game, you gotta mention him. He's still here. So it's like yeah, when you talk about women, like she's consistently and her presence on the Dreamville album or End of the Dreamers three, both on the original and the deluxe, she's put herself right back in there. Like yeah, I'm nice. Here, what's up? Like, yeah, and one thing you it. said is, I would love to 
see her collaborate with Dreamville more. Like her and Ari can make an amazing record together. Yeah, I, if I it was just care. them two, it, I think she, I think she needs to align with that camp, man. They own the I same think, parent company, so that's a J Cole decision or an Eve decision. Yeah, like I think she can. Um, like I said, she's got the look. She's still got the young look. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole dream. But like, when you look at the squad, they look like young people who, well, not always oh, like early 20s, but you know, like young cats who's coming up in the game. She's still look young. She's still fresh in the game. Like, she hasn't made the point where we stamp her with somebody yet, you know? So it's not like, oh, she switched sides or something. So, yeah. She's dope. All right. Um, she killed it, man. Um, oh, shout out to, oh, another unsung. Underrated verse on the album, Ben Staples, man. Yeah. He cucked. <laughs> that shit was hard. Up up in the way it was dope. Cause we was definitely trying to hear what he had to say after the um little snippet on the first joint. Me, my favorites, bust it with R. I mean, that's crazy. I like disgusted with Kaz and Childish Major. Mm. Really, that that uh, uh, sequence from disgusted to revenge and still dreaming, all them joints. I was like, "Fam, this is excellent." Fast <laughs> Cold was hard too. Yeah, that's real. That, that's a real record, by the way. If I'm you gonna know, say you, this. I think quality attracts. I think someone said that like quality attracts. I think you told me this. Quality attracts. I think this is better than the original. But I think the original had the necessary records to make the second one, the deluxe, mean something. Yeah. Because, like, it had the big records. So you're like, oh, we didn't just get a bunch of, like, artsy stuff. We got some got some hits. So, you know, it had the Lambo track, the uh, Wells Fargo joint, like, Under Sun, you know. But the second joint had, like, man. Like, we got 12 new joints. Like, that's a whole nother album. And they got so much more from this session, from those sessions that we're never going to hear. Except Eve. I would love to just be like, we, yo, I would say, wasn't Crit there? I don't think we got a Crit song out of this. We didn't. So I'm like, where are they keeping that one in the tuck? Um, Wale was there, wasn't he? Yep. We didn't get that. So I'm like, yo, they, they just got some, like, yeah, like they got something in the stash. So yeah, and then I guess speaking of the stash or in the cut, Eminem came out, out of the woodwork and was like, boom. I didn't even realize he dropped something to Mel. She texted, she was like, yo, I can't believe we got Dreamville, Mac, and Eminem on the same day. And I was like, okay, I knew Mac and Dreamville would drop. See an M fan? Yeah. Okay. I was like, M, M dropped? <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't know. Um. Yeah, I had no idea. Somebody said, as I saw someone at the time, I think Ice tweeted, like, not listening to that new M. And I was like, new M? And then I saw the video, the Darkness video. And I was like, oh, he just released a song. And they're like, no, he got the whole album. I was like, oh, where? Did you hear the album? I did. Um, it's did a good album. It's a good album. Like, obviously, it's got, I mean, it's Eminem, so it's got some misses on it where it's like, I think because Eminem is white, like, and he's like he's different, like that his misses are more egregious, like Hove or like a Nas, they talk like us. So like even if you hear like a certain song, we're like, oh, this Hove song isn't the one. 
it's still not the sound isn't far fetched, but like when M has one that's just not that, it's like nee, 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 nee. like it's the beats are weird and then like the way he's rapping is weird. So like when he misses, he misses big. But for the most part, I mean, I got M I wanted to hear. I mean, it sounded more close to like I guess a um what's that drink called? Recovery. More yeah, so M. That's that's what Ice he's been tweeting. He's like, yo, I can't believe this M album is really good. It's like, it's a, is it a coincidence that it's the first good album since he, I guess, left Rick Rubin? And I'm like, yeah, like, yo, fam, that's a real thing. Those beats that Rick Rubin gave, like, yo, you could be a legend and be trash now. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> legend shit ain't always forever, my guy. Like, some niggas just not that guy no more. And Rick Rubin, you not that guy. Because, yeah, this shit sounds like, like, yeah, like the beats, like, for the most part, sound good. Like I said, the rapping isn't that shit. It's like dope compound rapping, but it's just, it's not super sped up all the time. And then, like, he has pockets where he does do that, but it's like for a, a 30, 40 second clip. It's like, yeah, I'm not, I might not run this song back a bunch of times, but I do enjoy listening when M does get into that back, just not for an hour. You know? So, yeah, no, I was like, it's really quality journey. I give it like a B. Like, it's dope. Like I said, the Darkness record's hard. He had this record called Stepdad. It's one of these, it's kind of like, it's one of them M. It's one of them M songs, like mad, like white people shit. But like, he telling you that story, of, yeah, like a, child, of, like a troubled white kid childhood, and it's dope. Like it's a sound like, <laughs> he got yeah, he got shit on there. Like yo, he got this doing Anderson Pack is dope. You know, I ain't even big Anderson Pack fan. Um, I said dope, man. Shout out to M. Like I'll definitely be like yo, M. You is to the dash. So um, I'm definitely gonna shout you out when you cooking. Like, he that's two solid albums back to back. Because um, Kamikaze was pretty good. That was a solid album. I think this is a step better though than that. That's good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely check that out because I I spent I was like oh, I'll get to the end, but I, I spent you know I guess me listening to M. I spent that on listening to uh, 070 Shake, her album. Yo, like I don't know if you've. I mean, you've heard of 070 Shay, like, on her, like, on whatever Kanye album is done. But to finally hear, like, a project is strictly from her. And she's done, like, little, like, songs here and there. But to see what is, like, fully realized, I've been seeing comparisons. Like, oh, she's the female kid, Cuddy. You know, Ooh. she's transcendent. And and dude, these are high, like, claims. I'm not that saying is, she's Cuddy. That is a, that is a claim. I'm not saying cut you level. Um, yes, yeah, Modus, Vivendetti, or Vivendi, or mm-hmm. no. For me, I really like it. Definitely, you know, I don't know if you heard like the the Weekends new records that sounded very 80s like. Mm-hmm. It definitely sounds like this. And her voice, I, mean, I, was, I was talking with Mel again, and then she was like, Yeah, this is cool. Like, you know, he sounds all right. I'm like, You know, this is a she, right? Yeah, this is cool. I was like, yo, like the way she sounds, you don't really know what's going on, but it's a this is cliche. This is definitely a vibe. Like Oh my goodness. He brought the vibe back. Because when I, I played it, uh I played it at work and then I played it like on the way home. I was like, this is actually all right. I'm like, I'm not the biggest fan, but this is a solid album. Like songs on there that I liked. The one that Joe Budden played was Guilty Conscious. That record's hard. Um, 
I'm like under the moon, daydreaming, come around. It's, it's, it has a lot of quirky beats. You mm. can tell this is inspired from, you know, like Yeezus. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think of a cutting experimental album. Don't do the speed and bullet joint. Return <sighs> <laughs> Chip Douglas really might have been the worst song of last decade. But that's, that's not a, where we're here. Um, but it, honestly, sonically, it you can tell it has like some of the quirky transitions, but it, it doesn't like production rise. <laughs> but not how she the the lyrics or anything like that. But it's it's a cool album. I, I'll check I, it out. I would say to check it out. Um, I think you might be surprised on a couple records. Like, oh, this is cool. I'm not gonna say yo, this album of the year. Nah, not on that. <laughs> but it it's a it's a listen. It's an experience, and not many albums are an experience, especially from new artists mm. or relatively new. So that's why I was mm. my time with that. And then before we get up out of here, man, I need all of you guys to go watch Bad Boys Three. Honestly, I don't want to go off the deep end and say it's the best in the series. Mm. I just feel like that's a lot, and both of them are classics. So, you need even to- if it's in a question, that's a good thing. But I will say, without a doubt, this is the best storyline Bad Boys mm. had. There are three. Three bra moments. All right, all right. Don't give too much. No, no, I'm Do saying because I think people. No, it's 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 plot twists. <laughs> but right. I'm telling you right now, Rob, you're gonna say either bruh, fam, like three times. <laughs> if not, we I I will cash app you three dollars if you don't do that. <laughs> like, I'm 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 dead serious. There's three moments. Mm. They I'll say they do address why Gabrielle Union isn't in the movie. It's real quick though, but they they do address. Like, I don't need you. That was too much to tell me right there. Though. Was it? Yeah, I don't. Even, I don't want to know what they address in the place. I don't need yo. You like my. But brother. you knew she went in the movie. Like, but I don't need it. But if they're gonna address it in the movie, then I want to see it in the movie. <laughs> and if they you know, like they already announced, there's a four being made. So wow, yeah, I saw that. I didn't say how or why, but. You, I'll yeah. stab you, bro. Chill out, bro. I'm just saying, it's you did too much. It. It's crazy. Doesn't that all that right now? Okay, see, that's crazy. Right Three now. bro moments, that and that they explain why Gabriel Union is not in the movie. <laughs> that was too much. You repeated it. <laughs> that's not that's a lot. in my brain. <laughs> but um, yeah. All right, I'm gonna check it out. You, I told you my dilemma. So uh, tomorrow, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. It. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's it's a good movie. I, I think you really would uh enjoy it. Um. I guess lastly, before we get up out of here, I didn't see it, but I, I kind of wanted to because social media is talking about it. That Tyler Perry movie. Let, let, <laughs> hold on, let, let me go on a rant. Hold, hold on. A little bit. So, this new movie, All Fall, All Fall from Grace, came on Netflix. I've been seeing a lot of people like, yo, y'all fake for supporting, you know, saying it was dope that he got his own studio, but trash the movie. Wait a minute. Um... I love the Redskins with all my heart. And let's say we win a Super Bowl. The next year we go only 16. I'm not supposed to. I don't have a right to complain. Like, get the heck out of here. That's number right. one. Number two. Oh, that's weird. With Tyler Perry getting his own studio that is bigger than every lot in Hollywood combined is an achievement 
for black people as a whole, for himself and for our people. So I'll never discredit that. But if we keeping it a buck, there's a lot of movies of his I don't like. And I'm like, I'm not seeing this. One, you got you got OG Bay. Uh, Felicia Rashad, Pam Greer are OG Bays to me. You are nasty, man. You weren't even alive in that prime. You're right. I mean, I met Pam Greer and she she still got the glow, bro. Like it's, the, she, it's, a, it's I'm an aura. She's not a beautiful woman right now. No, I'm just okay, saying. But I'm she just got, saying. Like, that's, that's certain, like you like, champion in Jordan. You there? You weren't there when he jumped from the free throw line. Like you're not even supposed to be enamored by these things. <laughs> you can go back and watch the tape, but no, I mean, I'm just. But saying, it's not the same. <laughs> they're they're prestige. I'm prestige. Okay, I respect it. You have Felicia Rashad, or whatever, right? Before even seeing the report, seeing the clips, and I've I've I'm in this this. Uh, journalism, this film space, the continuity of the various wig changes. Like, <laughs> I'm on Snapchat, but you got a screenshot of the snap and not me actually on Snapchat. Freaking, there's, there's evidence of me drinking from a cup with nothing in it. And you could tell that. <laughs> and then the kicker. The article, yo, we filmed this movie in five days. Rob, name me anything super dope that is a film that was filmed in five days. Not a music video. Like, bro, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, fam, like, yo, it's like when rappers just say, oh, I don't write my lyrics. And you're like, bro, that's not a feat. Like, if you if you hove and you don't write, or you big and you don't write, it's because it, we oh, looking man. at it amazing because. Okay, cool. I just named two people who really keeps the song in their head, not to do one line and another line, but regardless, <laughs> um, like one take hove and not one take Wayne. But um, yeah, like yo, it was because the level of rapping you were doing, it was crazy for us to fathom you just put that together in your head with no pen and paper not that you're the ability to come off the top of the dome with shit like nigga that's not important like that's not amazing so like yeah like when people say oh we shot this in five days like nigga you should have took longer <laughs> like what makes me mad like Tyler Perry he wrote or he tweeted and it, it was kind of a viral of all the scripts of everything he's currently working on right and everyone was like oh he's a hustler fam Tyler Perry Remember the pop, the Papoose uh, verse on um, Touch It? Mm-hmm. It was like, my hands are five barrels of death. But <laughs> yeah. I could crumble you, it. You like, you like, smack, smack you the world with a new girl. You going to slap someone? <laughs> Tyler Perry could literally propel so many black careers that we never need Hollywood ever again, bro. Imagine everyone that had an ounce of talent in the black community that wanted to pursue acting in some way, shape, or form, whether it was script writing, you know, behind the scenes, he could hire them at a clip. It's kind of like what uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans could have done for uh, uh, Living Color. And Living, like, he had all that talent. Mm-hmm. Todd Perry's like, nah, I'm the only one writing the script. Why? 
Why? The same reason Master P was the only one putting out them trash ass No Limit albums. Tyler Perry is nothing but the movie version of Master P, guys. Like, I don't know how you guys haven't seen it. Like, Master P has done things in the hood, you know what I'm saying? And it's helped out people and things. So, like, he's done major things too. So, that's all Tyler Perry is. He found a niche that he knew would sell all the time. These sort of movies, no matter how trash we think they are, the quality of, people still buy them shit. So, the people still Yo, go to see them shit. His high. He's just shipping that shit out. Like- Yo, this is an amazing movie. And I'm like, in what world are we in the same universe, bro? Like Fam, fam, if my if I'm selling mid and I know I got two thousand people buy me buy mid from me every month, the fuck I need to go and get some love for? I'm doing quite fine over here. Like, that's what it is. Like, yo, he you know what it takes to put together a good movie? He like, fam, I'm out here getting these return on my investments because they look like, you know, ain't like he's breaking the bank to pay for these movies, you know? So he's just making the quick flip, bing, bing, bing. He's like, yo, why I mean, would I go ahead imagine and what that put Netflix, all this money to that? To get a Netflix deal for a movie that you only filmed in five days? Fam. That's crazy, like, bro. It, like it's the equivalent of like when Cat Williams do well. I'm gonna say it because Cat's a good special, but it's like when Cat Williams be coming out there with mad specials. He's like, "Yo, fam, like, yo, I'm funny, so I record some shit of me being funny. I can just sell it. <laughs> like, as long as you gonna buy it, I'm gonna sell it. Even like some of the drinks are obviously better than others, but he's still selling them jets. Like, yeah, it's the same thing. Tyler Perry, like, he know he know the market. He know his market. He know his buyer. So he like selling it. So I mean, whatever. Not as that's fair. So, um, I think that's pretty much it. So I'm a, yo. Are we playing 100 to end the show or to to begin the show? You should play uh, 100 black coffins. Either way. What's the 100 black coffins? Do I have that? Right? Rick Ross, fam. That is one of the greatest song. Oh, you are the, what from the Django soundtrack. That shit oh. is amazing. All right, so we'll play that at the end then. I'll get that. But um, nah, man. One, congrats to to you and I, man. 100 episodes in, we've been through a lot. Like we was on fire, then we got we'll deleted. Like, restart. We back with 100 episodes. So bang, nah, it's, bang, it's crazy. Seagull game. Um, we appreciate everybody for listening. Yo, I just want to do a quick shout out to like really everybody who listens to our podcast. And the reason I say that, I was again over the week I was checking some stats. Dog. Shout out to like America, Germany, France, Brazil, Canada. These are countries where our episodes are being played and not like one play. I'm talking like Germany really banged with us. Like, it was like 42 plays in Germany. I was like, whoever in Germany rocking with the kids. Like, yo, shout out to Germany, bro. We know Frankfurt's came from y'all. Salute. Salute. crowd. Is um, nah, it's just pretty, it was pretty uh, surreal just seeing that. And also, we're not doing an episode this next week. We have a special episode with our boy Mike Sykes on sneaker culture and it's really dope it's a really good conversation i want everyone to just tune in press play you're gonna gain something you're gonna know what made us fall in love with shoes what's our favorite shoe what shoe why do we not like the hype beast culture 
all that good stuff. So y'all yeah, definitely check that out. And uh, yeah, I'll toss it to Rob when we get out of here. Yeah, man, 100 episodes is a really big deal. You know, I don't be caring about most shit, though. But I do about that. I mean, 100 episodes, 100 of them things. It's a lot. So, 100. Uh, I was watching It's the Real. They had that 300 episode. And I was like, man, like, yo, we get to 300. That's crazy. Because, like, yeah, like, if you do 300 or anything, you've done it a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? So 100 is still a lot. Like, we well on the way, though. And. Yeah, shout out to the sneak episode that we did because that shit was fire. Um, I want to shout out the Washington Nationals again because I see the LA um, community talking about strip the championships away from the Astros and the Red Sox. They cheated. They did, and it's despicable. But I would like to point out Dodgers are still trash. And we beat the cheaters four times in Houston. So we are the best champions of all time. This is clear. It's more clear than the cheating scandal gets, okay? Electronic buzzers, crazy. So, yeah, shout out to... <coughs> Yo, Anthony Rendon, you can do whatever you want with your life. You got me a World Series. <laughs> what? Against I mean, out L.A. with Mike Trout. And... That's what I'm saying. Yo, do what you want. You got the bag, salute. Strasburg, you got the bag and stayed salute. We running it back. We beat some cheaters, bruh. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, shout out Derek Jeter's talking about baseball. He's about to go in the hall. And they talk you better about, be unanimous. You better not be. Nobody in the world... I think Mariano already got unanimous. Yeah, he got unanimous last Fuck, week. Man. I don't think anybody in the world should be unanimous since they dick King Griffey. Whoever didn't vote for him needs to get stabbed every day. Um, I saw yeah. this video I almost sent to you this morning It was like uh, The best shortstop So one dude was like um, uh, One guy was like Yeah man It's, it's about a doubt It's Kyle Ripken Jr. And I was like I should do it I should But it wasn't just him It was like almost- <laughs> He should have played Primo Rice's No bitches behind him he gets no <laughs> yeah, but Shout out Ayo. Shout yeah. out to Primo, man. They on tour right now with Larry June, Primo. Oh, man. South PG Joe. County, bro. Primo doing it big. Nah, they, they really out here doing it big. Like, That's they, fire. They actually going to be in Greensboro like in a when? couple weeks. I'll, I'll find out and text it to you. Facts, but you should go to that man. show and then I'll be like, Ayo, yeah, that's my man. Link up, you know what I'm saying? Thousand jumpers shows up, man, always. Yeah, I, I might have to do that. But, um, yeah, you know, what, what's the song we playing from Rick Ross? Yeah, 100 Black Coffins. There you have it. We're going to play that record. I'm going to put 100 with Game and Drake in the beginning, so we're going to make it work. But, um, yeah, yeah we got we to end with a real nigga, though, man. <laughs> All right, and on that note, until the next time, peace. Peace. Oh, now you were one lucky. Here again. You better listen to your boss, white boy. Oh, I'm gonna go walking in the moonlight with you. You wanna hold my hand? <laughs> Chalkers for a honey bed, me and a honey black grape so I can lay there. I need a honey black preacher.
scriptures with a black sermon to tell from a hundred black Bibles. Why we send them all to hell? I need a hundred black coffins. Black coffins. Black coffins. Oh, I need a hundred black coffins. Black coffins. Oh, Lord. Black coffins. I need a hundred. I seen a hundred nips die. I put that on my life. Lord, I wouldn't tell a lie unless it had to do with mine. Night killers coming for your life. All you wanna do is shine. I broke off the chains, only the realest remain. Uh, see you praying to Jesus, but will that help ease the pain? Uh, seen a brother get slain, for a jar full of change. Yet I post on the block, look like I'm Big Daddy Kane. Is you a cat or a mouse? Whoa. Keep them rats out the house. Bottle scars on my back, tattoos all around. Honey dead. Honey black coffins, money on his head. I'm trying to make a fortune. I need a hundred black coffins for a hundred bad men. A hundred black grapes so I can lay their hair. I need a hundred black preachers with a black sermon to tell from a hundred black Bibles. Why we send them all to hell? I need a hundred black coffins. Black Seen a hundred women burn as they stood firm. Treat a nipper like a germ. What did she do to deserve? Put me on the farm, pigs feet in the jar. Serve it to me warm. Many questions they hang them. Better pray for Django. Got me working in fields. Too many years it get fatal. All I want is my woman. Such a wonderful mother. On the days that it rains, her smile bright like the summer. My revenge is the sweetest. Cause I'm coming. Gotta die in my arms for what you did to my mother. Honey dead. Honey black coffins. 12 gauge shotgun. Chest full of copper. I need a honey black coffins for a honey bad men. A honey black grape so I can lay they in. I need a honey black preachers with a black sermon to tell from a honey black Bible. Why we send them all to hell? I need a honey black coffins. Black coffins.